Hello, I'm Trevor. And I'm Mark. And this is Talk Apocalypse, a podcast discussing the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. I'm in Doomsday North Premiership, and Mark is in End Times North Premiership. This episode, we're going over the questions from Fortnite 26, Day 6. So without further ado, we get into question one. Question one is asking us that according to some stat cast data from fan graphs, the left-handed pitcher with the most horizontal movement on his fastball in the 2023 season was a 32-year-old starter for the Rangers who started game four of the World Series. And the right-handed pitcher with that same distinction is a 40-year-old starter for the Braves who missed their playoff stint with an injury. Just asking us to name either pitcher. I didn't know just offhand, and my thought, my best chance of getting this was the Braves angle, honestly, because I didn't know, I could not name you many of the Rangers pitchers, but my the Braves are my second favorite team in the NL, obviously, as a Wisconsin sports fan, the Brewers are number one, uh, but as a kid, loved Chipper Jones, who's my favorite athlete, so I've just kept following the Braves, but the name didn't come to me immediately, but I thought I didn't, because it's not, obviously, Max Freed. It's not Spencer Strider. It's not those main guys. I remember that at least Charlie Morton played on them last season in 2022. And I was confident that he played for them for in 2023. And I said, well, he's old. I don't think he's 40, but I know he's older. He's been around for a while. So I didn't, I didn't know this, but just thinking, okay, an older pitcher for the Braves that I can name that's a starter is Charlie Morton. So I put that down with decent amount of confidence, but not sure. So yeah, Charlie Morton was my answer. For me, I do not watch baseball very much at all anymore, especially not regular season baseball. I did watch almost all of the playoffs this year, even though the Red Sox did not make the playoffs and they were terrible. They were. I hate the Atlanta Braves. So I'm sorry to hear Ooh. that, Trevor, that you like them. Ooh, our first like hate- podcast <laughs> conflict. Going I've on. always hated the Braves. I was a, I'm obviously I'm from New England. I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan, but they were terrible forever. So I adopted the San Francisco Giants as my second favorite team back in the 80s. And yeah, they used to be in the NL West with the Braves. And I do not like the Braves. Never liked the Braves, despite living in Atlanta uh, for five years. I was going to say, I know you lived in Atlanta for a little while. So that was my best way into this too as well. Because Texas Rangers starters, I did watch the World Series. I Current baseball and just kind of parachuting into the World Series. I'm still, I couldn't even tell you. For regular starters on the Rangers, I don't think. I do know they had Nathan Evaldi uh, from the Red Sox, and but he did not start game four. He started at least two of the games. And then they had another guy who they had, I think, traded for. I think his last name was Montgomery, who I don't mm-hmm. think either. They're neither of them are lefties. No, nope, I was going to say, Evaldi's a righty. <laughs> right. And he also, they started more than one game. I watched game four and I was like, it's the guy. He's got like a, got a beard. He doesn't throw hard. I remember them talking about him like he doesn't throw very hard at all, but he has a ton of movement. But there's no way I was going to pull his name. All that being said, so I also went to the Braves because I do follow still Atlanta sports talk. I occasionally tune in and listen to some sports talk from Atlanta. I really like the afternoon show. It used to be their afternoon show. Follow those guys on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it these days. And I was like, okay, Braves starting rotation. I was like, they have Max Reed. They have Spencer Strider. They had, I thought they had signed Corey Kluber. So I was thinking about him for a while. And then I was like, I don't think it's him either. Cause he was awful for the Red Sox last year. And I was like, they have, oh, I was like, who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? I'm like, oh, Soroka. Mm. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I know that Max Fried is young. I know that Spencer Strider is young. And I know they had this other Soroka guy who I was pretty sure got hurt throughout the season. And I was like, that's, that's the best I've got. So that is what I said. I said Soroka. And the correct and answer the cr- 
was Charlie Morton for the Braves and Andy Heaney for the Rangers, which is a name I don't think I've ever seen before. No, I would not have pulled Andy Heaney at all. But I, I was pleasantly surprised that Charlie Morton was right. I was like, I, I'm pretty confident he played for the Braves. I know he's played for a while. So, yeah, I know I know, I know him more as a pirate. He was a pirate as a Brewers uh, division opponent. Pirate in the early 2010s. So the name has always just stuck with me. As soon as I but, saw it, I, I recognized it. I was like, oh, yep, that's, yep, mm-hmm. he, is, he is definitely part of the Braves rotation as well. So, yeah. Anywho, not nice start to the week for me. Oh, for one, that was fine. I had no chance at that one. So. Yeah, I felt, I felt, I felt, <laughs> I felt sort of opposite. I, I felt, I felt pretty confident. Yeah. After good. That. All right. So, on to question number two, only three NFL head coaches have ever met the following two criteria last name ends of the letter I and coached in a Super Bowl. And we're asked to name two of those. So, I open these questions, of course, like probably most everybody watching the Cowboys Eagles game when. Uh, I open the questions. I'm like, oh, well, uh, Rich Sirianni is one of them. So that's right off the top of my head. And I'm like, okay, who's the other ones? I'm like, oh, I'm not really sure. Well, let's start a Super Bowl one. Oh, Vince Lombardi. Oh, okay. Vince Lombardi. Done. I did spend maybe five minutes trying to think of who the third one was. And just kind of like, wow, this is going to be one of those guys who coached the Raiders or the Rams or the Broncos or the Colts in the 70s. I mean, I knew it wasn't Shula or any of that, but it's like, Probably some guy who coached in the 70s that I'm just not familiar with. So that was a quick one to think about. So I said Sirianni and Lombardi. Well, maybe I'm a bad AST player because I was not watching the game, but I was watching last week's episode of Only Connect. So I have at least trivia on the brain. But I think I was like, I think my wife thought I was slightly crazy because I'm on the I'm on the couch for watching Only Connect, and I just start saying names out loud and like Lombardi, Reed, Dungey. I just start start saying names that, and she's not a sports fan, so these names mean very little to her. Lombardi came to me very quickly as a Green Bay Packers fan. That was easy, and then I just started just was going through all the Super Bowls I could think of. I mean, I was going all the way back to the start and just naming as many, thinking of many Super Bowls as I could, and naming the coaches, just trying to brute force it all the way. And I wasn't thinking of it. It took I was it took me I was doing it for like five ten minutes and could was not pulling it and then I so I just I take I took a break it wasn't wasn't answering it and then I was this is, might be I don't know this is TMI but I was in the I was in the bathroom and I was still going through these coaches in my head and I don't know exactly how it transpired but I'm like in the bathroom thinking through coaches and let's okay, let's I hadn't gone through the most recent Super Bowls yet. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, there's, there's Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Zach Taylor, and then Nick Sirianni. It finally came to me. So there's it. It's Lombardi and Sirianni. I did not spend any time trying to think of the, the third, and I'm glad I didn't because I would not have would not have pulled it ever. But so I see. Yeah, I said same as you, same as you, Lombardi and Sirianni, and those were two of the correct answers. With the third being Ray Malavazzi. I did look it up. He coached the Rams in like the 79 Super Bowl. Yeah, I did as well. So, yeah. He's yep. That like, was basically exactly what I thought. I'm like, this is going to be somebody A, I've never heard of, and B, probably from coaching yeah. the 70s. Yeah. And now, now that you say it, it's, now you say it, it's an interesting thing that it's, oh, it, it, it's sort of the bookends of Super Bowls for the first one and the most recent one. Yep. So yep. that's fun. That's, that's fun. So, yeah. I, and I would imagine most people who are getting this question correct, which, I, if I had to guess, I think most people, this is going to play fairly easy. And most everyone is going to be saying Lombardi and Sirianni. Yeah, props, be to, my anybody, guess. props to anybody who uses Malavasi yeah. uh, on purpose. You know, yeah, you want to you want to yeah, you want to show off. That's like, like yeah, yeah, I can't think of Sirianni, but I got Ray Malavasi. So we can move, we can move on to question number three. 
as Copa is to Spain and Coup is to Coup is to France and Copa is to Italy in terms of most prestigious domestic soccer cup competitions what word is used in Germany man i i felt like i should know this but i i didn't i didn't even really know where to start again i felt like this is something i that is big enough in soccer that i should know it but i just didn't and unlike other questions i wasn't sure how to even go there I'm trying to think of what is the word for cup in german well i don't know so i there, yeah this is the one i, I was nowhere going to get not going to get anywhere close to unfortunately so i just went with coop c u p with an umlaut over the top of the u for a little bit of fun trevor and i got to know each other through the bench warmers trivia podcast which isn't a great sports trivia podcast uh, i would not have gotten this one except for matt doherty from the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, who is a unabashed Bayern Munich fan and is constantly talking about Bayern Munich, posting on the Facebook group for the bench about Bayern Munich. And I remember distinctly, I think it was last year, him talking about the Pokal, DF Pokal mm. tournament. And I was like, what is that? And it's like, oh, that's their domestic competition. So I very quickly was like, well, I'm going with Pokal probably saying it wrong if that's not right i have no idea what it is because i also i don't follow the bundesliga much it's I don't, on, yeah, obviously I don't it's on, yeah it's on espn plus sometimes and i don't know i'd much rather watch the premier premier league i don't i don't follow the other leagues nearly as much as, as the premier league so yeah i said pokal i also had a hard time defending this i gave this the home run to my opponent soccer was his worst or second worst category mm -hmm. and i feel like the pokal is definitely less well known unless you're a probably a bigger soccer fan. I'm a pretty big soccer fan. I grew up playing soccer and always enjoy watching soccer. And I don't think I could have named this until probably within the last year and only because of Matt talking about Byron constantly. I said Pokal, which was the correct answer. Nice. Yeah. My opponent played it well, gave me the home run on this one. So well done to my opponent for that. I could tell you Copa del Rey for Spain because I care more about that. Pokal does mean cup in German. I did look it up. I was thinking the right track, but there I did not know the word. Well, sorry, sorry, Matt, for uh, <laughs> not remembering that. You gotta pay more attention, Trevor. Apparently, <laughs> I thought I knew everything about that podcast. Apparently not. Question number four: Venus Williams has a career record of seven and nine in Grand Slam singles finals, and of those nine losses, seven came at the hands of her sister Serena. Which, as an aside, I find I found mind blowing when I read this question. Mm -hmm. But name either one of the other two women who defeated Venus Williams in a Grand Slam final. Uh, noted that the losses were 20 years apart with the 97 US Open and Wimbledon in 2017. And further noted that the former player who beat her in 1997 has a career slam in mixed and regular doubles and is only short of the French Open in singles from a career Grand Slam. And the other player to beat her is the only person to beat both Williams sisters in a Grand Slam singles final, which I also found very interesting. My approach to this was to start with 1997. I watched a lot more tennis back then than I did, than I do in 2017 or even currently. I definitely watched the 1997 US Open. And then the hint noting that the woman has a career slam in mixed and regular doubles, I remembered that Martina Hingis retired from singles tennis and then came back later and in doubles and basically like dominated doubles and won. I, I wouldn't have said for sure that she had a career grand, grand slam in mixed and regular doubles, but I know that she had won a ton of mixed and regular doubles grand slams. And I also could not place her winning the French. Did not seem like her game 
translated well to the French. In particular, and there was a lot of really good play court players back in the mid-90s. I didn't even really try to think of who it would be in 2017. So I just said Martin Hingis, hoping that my memory was correct about mid-90s tennis. I love tennis. So when I saw a tennis question, I'm like every, t- every time I see a tennis question, I'm like, I can get this. I can, I'm decently confident. But this one gave me a problem because I was like, this is either Lindsay Davenport or Martina Hingis because it's the right time for both of them in the 1997, the height of their powers almost at that around that time. Lindsay Davenport, like Martina Hingis, also had a prolific doubles career. And so I know she, I don't know if she had the calendar. I couldn't tell, I couldn't remember if, if she had a career slam, if she had a career slam in mixed and regular doubles, but I knew both of them, yeah, were prolific in both. And both of them, like the only short of a French open in singles, I said, well, that could, that could be both of them too. There was nothing about it that could distinguish it in my mind. And then Wimbledon 2017, I couldn't place it. I couldn't place who was, who would be in both of them. I could have named, I could, I could name a bunch of women's tennis players, but the problem Problem, you know, don't have the problem, but the one feature of women's tennis in recent years is that there's so many women, there's new women winning tournaments all the time. And it's, there's not been like the, the dominant players, like since, since Serena. So there's just a whole bunch of names and I didn't feel confident in any one of those. So it, it was basically just a 50-50 between Lindsay Davenport and Martina Hingis for me on this. And thankfully, I went with Martina Hingis as my answer because that was the correct answer for that. And the 2017 one was Garbina Muguruza of Spain. So I was very relieved because it could have been, uh, to me, it could have been either one. And I happened to guess the 50-50, right? Nice so I, I, I was relieved on that. And then looking after afterwards, looking at Lindsay Davenport's career, she also is a French Open short of the career Grand Slam. Hmm. So just like Martina Hingis, but she, Lindsay Davenport never won a Grand Slam doubles in the Australian Open. You know, wow. her, her Wikipedia lists that she made the final of the Australian six times, but never won it, which is wild. So I was glad that like, okay, I got, I got between the right two, was fortunate to guess right on the 50-50 there. I never even considered Lindsay Davenport. I didn't mm-hmm. remember her winning Wimbledon, to be frank. I thought she was, mm-hmm. she had won more, all of her, her grand slams on hard courts. So, so well I was, sus- yeah. Well sussed out, was, Trevor. That was a good job. It There is, there is a good amount of skill in that of knowing the right players, but it's almost like knowing Lindsay Davenport also having like almost knowing too much there. Also did not realize that Lindsay Davenport had played that much doubles and had been that successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember Hing- I only went with Hingis mainly because I know that she played a lot of singles and was very successful. And then she retired at, you know, 18 or whatever. And then when she yeah. came back, she basically did not play any singles. She just was like, mm-hmm. I'm coming back and playing doubles. And that was it. There was that. It, that was a good question. I enjoyed the, uh, I guess I, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but I, I relish the uh, the pain of the 50-50 there. All right, we can move on to the final question, which is question number five. Listing a whole bunch of Division three colleges, College of Worcester, Alma College, Covenant, Gordon, Lyon, McAllister, Maryville, Monmouth, and Pennsylvania Western University, Edinburgh in Division two all have what word in their nicknames? And it further says that the word does not appear in any D1 nicknames, though three of the schools above compete in D1 in a single sport. Most people probably don't know this answer right away, unless you are just familiar with one of those colleges. If you are, great. I was not. And so I knew that there has to be some sort of clue in this question so that helps us, it helps me get to this answer because it seems just, it seems really hard to just ask for the nickname of all these small division three schools. I have had success in sussing out clues in previous fortnights. This was not one of them. I did not figure it out. 
I couldn't see what where I couldn't couldn't see what the clue was, and so I didn't have a good answer. So I there was no way I was going to get this just by a guess. So I went for a nice a nice word that I thought would be a good word for to have a nickname. And I said the friendly. That's what I said with zero confidence whatsoever. This one same with you. I'm familiar. I think I've heard, I guess I've heard of the College of Wooster, heard of McAllister. Gordon College is in Massachusetts somewhere, so not too far from here. And I definitely have heard of that. All oh, that was no help. And then I noticed the same thing. Like, there's we're not just supposed to be expected to know this. There's got to be a clue. I immediately started down the wrong path last year or some recent Learned League season. There was a very difficult sports question, even by by any standard. And it was a question about the mighty Mac of a certain college that had won the first women's basketball championship. NCAA, it wasn't even NCAA. It was like whatever the pre-NCAA women's basketball championship was. Mm. They were the, the mighty Max had won it and they were from what college, which was like some D3 college that was playing up essentially as a, a women's basketball team in the whatever they called the division that they had. And so I immediately was like, oh, that's McAllister, the Mighty Mac. That's who it was. Oh my gosh. And then I'm looking, go through the question and I'm like, oh, D1, D2. He, why does he say D1 in Division 2? Is it because, Boy, I, is there I, like I can see exactly Ducks? where you're going. Is there a Mighty Ducks clue in here? I was like, man, that sounds really good. I don't know any of the other things here. And I just was like, I just latched on to McAllister, Mighty Mac. And I was, I can't think of a single D1 school that has the word Mighty in their name. And so I didn't think that it was like the primary mascot would be, you know, I thought it would be like you, like a descriptive word, you know, like friendly or mighty or fighting or whatever. I didn't think it was going to be, spoiler alert, we both got it wrong. The primary mascot was only, or I don't want to say only, but, you know, not in it. Anyways, I was completely wrong. I said mighty. Immaculata is the college that I was thinking of. That is the name. It's okay. not McAllister. It's Immaculata, the Mighty Mac. But the answer was the Scots, which makes sense because there's an Edinburgh right yeah. in the question. Once I saw that, I was like, oh, of course. Yep. It's not so straightforward because the way Edinburgh is spelled in the question is not the same way as it's spelled in the Scottish city. I but... like to think that if I didn't confuse myself immediately with McAllister and the Mighty Max, that because I definitely looked at Penn State Western, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania Western University, Edinburgh. Well, that's weird. Why is that in there? Yeah. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't know, like I did end up looking at after, after the fact Gordon colleges in like the Boston area and they are the fighting Scott. So yeah, I just wasn't familiar with their name. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's, it's a fun question mm -hmm. seeing the Edinburgh there. I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. That it translates, but yeah, it never crossed my mind. This one again, I thought was really hard to defend. I ended up just giving it a two, mm -hmm. I think to everybody. Cause it's like, I don't even know where most, isn't college of Wooster in Ohio maybe or, Oh, I don't know. I didn't I know that. Think, uh, I think it is. Uh, some of the, my wife, <laughs> my wife's a guidance counselor, school counselor, college counselor. So I get okay, more, she knows. more exposed to some of these colleges and locations than the average person. But yeah, like, yeah I, this one I was like really hard to defend. I don't know where half these places are. And it's amazing. Some of the AFD players are just board trivia people in general who like know all the mascots of like every single college and yeah, I, I homered this and I did so correctly. My opponent got it wrong just because I thought, I mean, maybe they won't get one to whatever, whatever clue is here. Maybe they won't catch it either. And so I was happy. I was 
pleased with my defense today. Both he and I cade each other on the NFL question. I think that one's going to be a very popular K choice today. I wasn't too I wasn't too upset about getting it wrong, but yeah, I, I see I, I see why that's the answer. Three out of five today for me is I was okay with it. I had I no chance on question one really. I mean, I guess I if I had remembered Charlie Morton, you know, it's just yeah, not. I'm, I just don't watch I'm, enough baseball. <laughs> I'm getting a consistent three out of five here this this fortnight so far that my in my my correct percentage reflects that I'm getting a nice like three out of five most days and it ended up ended up losing my main match today my opponent got question three right and I didn't so so I'm not, I'm not off to the best start this fortnight but there's still time there's still time the halfway point wow it's, it's, it's it sneaks up on you yep before you know sure. it. all right well that's it for today and we'll see what sports Radamus has for us tomorrow